Welcome to Apocalypse, Mr. Mankind. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Hooray! And quick before the robots attack. This is Darkseid's couch. I'm Shay. This is James. This is Mike. Robots attacking. Robots are yeah. gonna attack the podcast. Good God. Dude, let him take over. All the bots. Sleepy. All the yeah. bots have already attacked the Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's mostly our fan base. And I, I for one, appreciate that. I have to constantly remind the other podcasts that uh, whenever you see something on Twitter that says, hey, I would like some podcast recommendations, that's a fucking bot. I don't understand yeah. why no one grasped that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's become the point where like we've kind of accepted that most of the people liking things on the internet are bots, and so we're kind of uh, deciding that we're treating them like humans now. It's hilarious because like the comment section of those tweets would just be all the podcasters plugging their yeah. own podcast. It's like no one sees this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a robot. It's a big old digital circle jerk. The Ridiculous. fuck are you doing? Yeah, it's really bad. And you can actually, so the companies that sell uh, likes and bots and everything for your Instagram or your podcast or whatever, it's surprisingly cheap and they're very transparent. Like you go to their websites and they're very professional looking websites that just go, yeah, how many fake followers do you want? A thousand, a million? We don't care. Yeah. It's crazy. What's the goal of that though? Um, because I think the, the mentality of it is if you see that number, then real people will see that number and think, oh, this person must be popular, even if they know deep in the back of their mind that those are mostly fake. And that so can't be true. People like to like things that are already popular. How many times have you liked something and tried to get people into it and they don't want anything to do with it and then it becomes a movie or something and it explodes and suddenly everybody's into it? All the time. People Exactly. People just want to see that other people like a thing and then they'll get into it. So I, I don't know. I think, it, I think it just preys on that. It's pretty gross. It's pretty disgusting. I guess. Yeah. Well, I would say there's also a big difference between like a book and a movie because a movie also carries whatever star power goes with mm -hmm. it. So everyone that just loves Tom Hanks is just going to now see, you know, Forrest Gump, but they didn't what's, read the book. What's your guys' favorite Tom Hanks movie? Ooh, um, what, Turner and Hooch? No. Big? Might be big. Big is your favorite no, Tom no. Hanks movie? I'm, I'm, I'm honestly trying no, to think no. of... No, no. Yeah, this is an honest answer. No, no honest, trolling. I'm, well, I'm trying to think of how many I've actually really seen and absorbed. Just ones you've seen. All right. You think about it. Shay, what's yeah. your favorite Tom Hanks movie? Apollo 13. Apollo oh. 13? Really? Shit. Yeah. That's probably a great... I haven't seen it in however many years, but that's probably a good one. Why? What's yours? What's that one where... I can't remember the name of it. It was like a big sci-fi epic. Oh, uh, like the Wachowskis made Jupiter it. Jupiter Ascending? Like, no. I like that. No, no, that's something different. The Fountainhead? No. no, no. The that's, that's an Ayn life. Rand book. You know, like, the, uh, Tom Hanks no, no, no. is like... he's like where a, he's in blackface? No, no. Sadly, I'm yes. I don't know the one where he's just like... From the like, Wachowski siblings, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Tom a, Hanks has a fucking blackface video? What the yeah, fuck? In that, in that movie. That's the movie you're talking about. Am I, oh, man, maybe I just don't remember it. What the fuck? Wait, no, this is something else. <laughs> All right, this is so, I don't know what this is something about. But it's from 2012, so oh, it seems like something that. No, I saw the words nauseatingly racist. That's how I think of when I but think of Tom Hanks. But it also said conservatives are saying it's Cloud Atlas. Cloud there Atlas. Yeah. Okay, I saw that in theaters. I like that a lot. I'm glad the audience could go on the journey with us. But that's not my favorite Tom Hanks movie. My favorite okay. Tom Hanks movie is The Burbs. Oh, ah, that's a classic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, it might be Forrest Gump, even though I realize it's a flawed movie in retrospect. It's a lot of fun. Toy uh, Story? Nobody said Toy Story. Oh, fuck nah, Toy Story. Yeah, that's a good nah, one. Nah. Not unlike as much as I like The Burbs. The Burbs is really fun. What was that movie where he was sleeping in an airport? That seems like a good one. The airport? Or no, The Terminal. Uh, the Terminal. The terminal. Oh, there it is. That, that was there probably good. That was probably I bet good. none of his movies are good. I bet we're <laughs> just, like, I don't think Tom Hanks has ever made a good movie. Yeah, but he's a nice guy, so it's all right. Look at that, the Da Vinci Code, what, what about this? Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, he's playing Mr. Rogers. That That's got, probably good. I think that got good reviews. Uh, that can't be good. I, I don't know, man. I have high it can't hopes be for that. good. One, he doesn't look—he doesn't look or sound anything like Mr. Rogers, and that's a, a well-known impression. Looks pretty convincing. He doesn't. Oh, okay. I—I I, I don't care. I disagree. All right, this is relevant. 
I mean, it's not. All <laughs> relevant. All relevant. All staying in. Also, if you want a good little teaser of that, Colin Hanks does a bit, good little Mr. Rogers bit for Drunk History. Yep. Colin Hanks, is he the rapper? No, that's, well, that's no. Chet. That's, that's Chet Hanks, also known as Chet Hayes. Or yes. White Boy Summer Chet. Yes. Yeah. But Chet no, not, not that one. The actor one, not the rapper mm-hmm. one. I wish they'd all do something together. With the way internet and social media works, I bet in the long run, Chet Hanks will be the most famous. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's amassing Dogecoin. Well, Is he really? I, no, Colin Hanks was in Fargo. So Fargo? The TV show. Oh, yeah. He had a, like a cop, buddy cop TV show for a while. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he, he was did. In that, he was in that movie with Jack Black, Orange County. Y'all remember that? I oh, loved, yeah. at the time, I loved Orange County. That was uh, when Jack Black was riding high. Yeah, it was when movie... he was first starting. That was like the introduction to him. That movie inspired me to be a bigger drug addict. I just loved Harold Ramis. The whole like I don't remember his name, but like we're the same height when they're mm-hmm. sitting he on was... the couch because he's stoned out of his mind. He was gigantic in that movie. Anyway, Valiant Comics. <laughs> Everyone listening to our Tom Hanks ranch was like fucking boomers. Move on. Yeah, no think... joke. That wasn't probably I even enjoyable. Kids are probably still into Tom Hanks. I think Tom Hanks is still pretty hot. I'm gonna streets. I'm gonna have to pull an Uncle Joey here and say cut it out. Mm. Wow, <laughs> you boomer, about boomer references. <laughs> Fuck, man. All right, I'm sick of talking about this '80s stuff. I want to talk about this early '90s shit. Oh, no, God. come on, because no, 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 it's cool now. Because remember Fuller House? They brought this shit back, so mm-hmm. it's cool again. No, what was the, did they have an episode where that girl was doing a bunch of meth? Yep, that's mostly what the show was about. They said that let's was bring real back, life. That yeah, was let's real bring life, back Mike. this show, this this family friendly show, and have it mostly be about meth. But that really did happen, James. Yes, I know what happened. I'm saying it's unlikely it's written into the show. I, I wish that they, all the kids came back and they all had their own different extreme problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like, just like, it turns out being raised by three men with two of them being like strangers. Mm-hmm. And total fuck-ups. Like, total fuck-ups. I also did the math, and uh, so in one of the early seasons, they were celebrating uh, Danny Tanner's 30th birthday, but he already had like a 13-year-old daughter. Yeah. And they never addressed the fact that that he got his wife pregnant when he was like 17 years old. I mean, why else would he have a bunch of kids? Yeah, he just didn't understand how contraception worked. He's like, yeah, fuck that. What are the odds it'll happen again? I'm Danny Taylor. I don't wear condoms. Danny Taylor. Danny Tanner. Danny Taylor. (laughs) Tanner. Tim the Danny Taylor. Yeah. All right. All right. That's enough of this. That's enough of this nonsense. Stop it. Get some help. Put an end to that. Uh, didn't Adam request this book? Yep. I'm sure he's having a great time listening to this so far. Yeah, you're welcome, Adam. <laughs> I hope you're a boomer. Yeah, fucking I, boomer. I just saw him, and uh, I told him we were doing this, and he had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah, I think nice. he asked us to do it like 17 years ago. Yeah. Number one fan. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to agree with James in that. He probably asked for this 63 weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and this was probably just something he, he had growing up, I'm guessing, because like back in the day, like Valiant Comics, they would just show up. I don't know where I got any of mine from, but I just had them sitting around. And this is that time where uh, they thought to themselves, you know, if we put a bunch, a bunch of different characters in one book, the kids will buy it. Yep. Well, I'm going to defend Valiant Comics. Valiant Comics uh, tried very hard. First of all, Valiant Comics, for anyone who doesn't know, that was the, the company that Jim Shooter co-founded after Marvel. Uh, that was intended to be a little more adult, a little more sophisticated. Uh, the, the, the timeline was supposed to move in real time. If you remember when we did Kickers, Inc., remember we discussed the DC or the Marvel New Universe, and it was supposed to be a new universe of books, and it collapsed? That was Jim Shooter's idea at Marvel, and the whole thing fell apart because of books like Kickers Incorporated. Uh, but this was him going off on his own and saying, hey, you know what? I'll, round two. And uh, he launched Valiant Comics with that mentality, with basically what he thought New Universe was supposed to be. And it worked out pretty goddamn well for the most part. And Ray and the Future Force is about a football team. Yes. Yeah. They solve crimes in their spare time. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we, we really should look at more issues of Kickers Incorporated. Though. He's like, I'm going to make that fucking idea work. Yeah. No, I want more <laughs> Kickers Incorporated. All right, we'll do it. We're going to incorporate them into the show. Are we going to read it blind like we did the first one? Maybe we should pick another one. That worked out well. Uh, we just we just we just stick it's to It's been kickers a long in. time since we've done a blind read. 
Yeah. Well, I think that was two. the last one. I yeah. Think that was, yeah we've was only done two. Yeah. Well, yeah. We could do another one. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Why Maybe not? Maybe we'll do it next week. I don't know. Yeah. Doing yeah next week. We're doing Kickers Incorporated issue two. <laughs> Well, we did issue like seven or something, so I don't know. I don't know. We'll well, figure uh, or maybe this is something for the Twitch. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Maybe we could do that on Twitch or something. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Um, anyway, this is, I did, I wasn't sure if it was Ray or Rye, and so I went on YouTube to see the pronunciation, and it is pronounced Rye. Oh, good. Yep. Like, and like the Glad bread. I could like start the out the episode incorrect. <laughs> It is pronounced Rye, and uh, what's funny is the first comment, the top comment from one year ago on YouTube was somebody saying, who's here to finally find out how to pronounce the name of a valiant comic book character? Oh, you know what? It's Samurai. So, yeah, Rye. Oh, Rye. Yeah. Yeah. wow. I am. I did not pick that up. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So this is Rye in the Future Force number nine, which is actually uh, the first retitled issue. It was originally just Rye, and then with this issue, it became Rye in the Future Force for a little while before going back to Rye. Because it wasn't selling. Uh, it wasn't selling, but I mean, I, no, I think it actually was, because Valiant was doing okay. Uh, what, they they did really well for a few years. Was Future Force already an established thing? No, it's just the okay. idea of these characters coming together. Like, Valiant was... I, I give them a lot of credit because they weren't like the least gimmicky company at the time. They were not doing a ton of like the holofoil covers and, and the massive crossovers for the most part. And when they did, when they finally got into that and they did a crossover with Image Comics, the legendary Death Watch crossover, they almost destroyed the comic book industry entirely, which was entirely Image's fault. Have we talked about this at all? Nobody no, knows we haven't. No, uh, I don't. They no. did a... So they did a crossover with Image Comics, and they usually didn't do crossovers or anything like that. And the idea with it was it was this crossover called Death Watch, and Valiant would publish three issues, and Image would publish three issues. Valiant cranked their three issues out, no problem. Image Comics, for anyone who doesn't know, anyone who just knows Image Comics is a nice artsy comic book company nowadays. Walking Dead. It, Walking Dead, but like all those, you know, creator-owned, uh, very insular, more a little more mature and thoughtful. They put out a lot of good stuff. In the 90s, it was all crap. And they were formed by a bunch of disgruntled Marvel artists who decided to form their own company and decided, hey, man, no deadlines. We're going to manage ourselves. No editors. Basically, just freewheeling it. Well, this ended up being a huge fucking disaster. They couldn't get books on time. Uh, comic book stores were ordering books that weren't coming in, so they didn't have any money. They, they, they weren't making any profits. And the uh, Death Watch issues that Image was supposed to put out were so late that at one point, uh, Bob Layton, the editor-in-chief for Valiant, had to go to Rob Liefeld's house, fly across the, across the country, and sit at Rob Liefeld's door and wait for him to finish the pages because he wouldn't let him go shoot another Levi's commercial or, or anything until he finished his pages. And then Layton took the pages and inked them himself in his hotel room to get this thing out on time. Keep in mind, he doesn't work for Image Comics. This is the editor at Valiant who is so desperate to get this shit out that he has abandoned the work at his company to go babysit Rob Liefeld. This is how bad wow. things were. Why didn't they just get another writer and pump it out themselves? Uh, they probably should have. They probably Rob Liefeld has always come off as a real asshole. Well, this is I actually... don't know if that's true or not, because it might be like eh. uh, Guy Fieri, where it's like he comes yeah. off as an asshole no, and then you he's... find out he's amazing. Eh, he's kind of a jerk, but I don't know. This was actually why he got pushed out of Image, though. After this fuck up, they the the other creators pushed him out of Image because they they had to start uh, steering the ship a little more properly. Why was he working on Levi commercials? I was just about to ask that. You never saw that Spike Lee at the height. So this is how out of control Image Comics look and the comic book industry was at the it time. Look, I'll show you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's an ad. Time, something we'd see. Yes, it is an ad. Spike Lee directed Rob Liefeld in a Levi's commercial in the '90s. Oh my God, I have to see this right now. Oh my God, okay. Let's find. Let's look at this shit. Oh, what? Wait, no, this is a, This is this is an interview. This is the wrong That's thing. That's a Hold follow on. up. Why is there an interview about a commercial? Because it was a big, big deal. Oh, God, he's wearing either a yellow shirt or no shirt. I, I mean, think about this. So this 90s. Is, think about this. Can you imagine a comic book creator getting a top-level director to direct them in a commercial to advertise jeans nowadays? It's just, it's insane. This is how popular how Image was in the 90s. Books. So I was about seven years old, little kid. What your parents think about it? Behave. Behave. Oh, yeah. After I, I got a job and they saw that you can make a living out of third day, you'll hear no complaints anymore. And you created X-Force? Mm -hmm. So what is this drawing on? This is the Spike Man. And what's okay. this right here? This is the camera on top of your head that will record the wrong Spike. Oh, I see. Making great, making great characters at an early age. <laughs> None of 
those characters have feet still. Yeah, my parents really didn't want me to, to draw comics, so I never learned how to draw feet. They only paid for like four fifths of the lesson. And I only got from the head to the ankles. My parents were just coming in by kicking the door of my room and sort of racing all the feet off my drawings. <laughs> but I showed them. I, I showed them. the comic book company. I almost destroyed the superhero industry. I feel like he's also somebody who would be like, yeah, so then my parents bought the first million issues in order to make sure that I got a job. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That That's how that good. works. That's how you become successful in anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You send your friends out there. But anyway... That was the crossover that happened uh, that nearly destroyed the comic book industry. It's a whole fascinating thing with Marvel and everybody, and it, it's insane. It's it's insane what happened in the 90s, but Valiant, to their credit, tried their best to avoid that kind of shit, and uh, it paid off for a little while, and then they collapsed. But these books, I had a handful. I didn't have this. I had no idea what the fuck this was. But I had a handful of these books, and honestly, if I would have had regular access to them as a kid, I probably would have gotten into this universe. I definitely would have read Magnus Robot Fighter. I had some Magnus Robot Fighter, and that was an old Gold Key company, an old Gold Key character from the 60s that uh, they went out of business, and Jim Shooter scooped him up and started building his universe around that. Do can, can we, you think we can find the Magnus Robot Fighter, the 60s comics? Gold Key comics? Probably. Gold Key comics? We should look into that, because I want to I read those. Yeah, he's an interesting character. Uh, he's got an interesting look, because... Uh, I mean, it's it's nice to finally feel bad about looking up a male comic book character's skirt for once. Yeah, he looks like he's dressed like Jack LaLanne. Yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely going to do some dips later, for sure. <laughs> dips on some robot's face. He hates robots so fucking much. He put yeah. it in his name, Magnus Robot Fighter. His wife, like, brings home a Siri and he slaps her. Yeah. How dare you? Don't you know I got to fight this thing now? <laughs> you can't have it knowing where we live. Uh, I mean, I guess we can fuck around here because there's not much to talk about in the actual comic book. Well, you guys can, someone could try to explain to me. Yeah, okay. All right. So this is, <laughs> who as all I these said, characters are. this is Rye in the Future Force. Rye in the Future, oh, holy <laughs> fucking Rye in the Future Force. Yeah, sounds delicious. Rye and the Future Force, issue nine, 1993, a book called After the Holocaust, art yep. by, yeah, uh-oh. Art by Sean Chen and Catherine Bollinger, written by the great John Ostrander, famous for revising The Suicide Squad after Crisis, and he also wrote the first book we ever covered on this podcast, issue number four of uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, full uh -huh. circle. With, this is the uh, last, ep last this is episode. Final episode. Surprise. Shay didn't know that. We shut it down. <laughs> uh, no, that was with William Hell in the first ever. Uh, yeah. I do. I, yeah. I mean, I guess, I'm just going to say I remember. Yeah. John Ostrander, he, the, the version of Suicide Squad that everybody knows nowadays is is based on his concept. He also wrote Secret Six and all kinds of cool stuff. So Back, back when Enchantress was dressed like a witch. Yeah, yeah. He also is the one to decide to make uh, Captain Boomerang an Australian racist. Yep, that worked, yeah, though. That, that worked saying. perfectly. It worked really well. So anyway, I don't know, man. I liked it a lot. I saw this a lot book? of potential in this. I enjoyed it. You liked the other Valiant book we did. Exo Man uh, War. Which is actually has some connections to this because he's fought those weird spider aliens and they're a big part of the uh, Valiant universe. Yeah, real good. In fact, <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. There's two uh, connections to the uh, the spider aliens. That's uh, where Lady Manowar here got her uh, Manowar outfit from. Oh, that's cool. It looks yeah. like a football outfit. Yeah. Looks great. Well, she's that's in the what, future. That's yeah, what the, that's the what kickers. That's what people. Yeah, that's what people I also I, when I saw this cover, my first thought was that there is a character on the left here that is a lady that is just the panic room from X-Men. Like there's no way they didn't see this character and then use that to base the character design off of the, the weeding character when it becomes anthropomorphized. You mean Danger Room? Danger Room. I'm sorry. I didn't. I'm sorry. I've never so read this an character, comic in my life, quite honestly. I'm pretty <laughs> sure this this character uh, they used her in uh, like Wildstorm books. Uh, she's like Danger a, Room. She's like she's like a no. This lady in the cover. I think oh. she's like a, a nanite lady. She's got like a, a nanite suit. Yeah. Well, anyway, the point is, it looks exactly the same. Hmm. No, it doesn't. But okay, moving on. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. The You're hair and the it. silver body, that it's a woman? You're remembering it uh, in a different way, I think. Let's look it up. Uh, well, you know this is getting <laughs> cut, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Most what, of my the, shit what does. What am I looking for? <laughs> Let's get cut out. Uh, a danger, danger room. Danger room? Danger room lady. There we go. Yeah, I mean, that's... 
She looks like Predator, like Robot mm. Predator. That looks the same to no, me. No, that is like super robot-y. Okay, I'm sorry. It doesn't look exactly the same, but that is still a silver lady with tendril hair. All right, I surrender. That's fine. And they, okay. uh, and all the, but it doesn't matter. All those X Men books are canceled because Whedon did them. Mm-hmm. I cancel them from my memory. I cancel them from this episode. That's right. It's uh, he's 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 uh, sitting next to Apu right now. Yeah. So apparently we missed some serious shit because uh, this takes place in the year four thousand and two, and apparently at some point in Japan they just went with uh, crazy dragon monsters. Yeah, it's like a Robo Gator. Yeah, yeah, we missed something. Apparently something happened. There was a giant Robo Gator, like a three hundred foot long Robo Gator, that's been destroyed by the uh, alien, the alien robot monsters who have taken over everything. And one of the alien robot monsters' heads is uh, uh, conveniently placed to cover up the al- the Robo Alligator's genitals. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I appreciate that. I don't want to see that. Or what if he's like pretending to suck it off? <laughs> what the fuck, Mike? He's like, what where did you right? get? The, how did we get robots, here? Robots don't have a sense of humor. Jesus. They get that. He's like, hey guys, check it out. Perspective, and no. he's just pretending to suck off the fucking that's gator. It's a made-up tale. And they're all having a laugh. That's not what and we on, go on. On the monitor in the le- bottom left-hand corner, there's like a bunch of like uh, people. They're all dressed the same, and they're scr- they're running screaming from these like giant devil bots. No, that's a photo. He puts that on his bedstand. <laughs> he puts it on there. And then I did stand. originally when I saw this wonder why the fuck does he have this picture? Oh yeah, no, it's a monitor. He looks <laughs> at it and smiles. He's like, yes, robots, turn up your scarometers to ten. It's yeah. like on a tr- it's like a truck driver that has a picture of his wife hanging up in the the visor. He just has yeah. that inspirational picture there. Yeah. Then the guy from Spinal Tap is like, this, bro- this scarometer goes to 11. And then we meet our first hero, uh, the titular Rai. And, yeah, and uh, it, it, when he swings his sword at robots, he just fires his gun in a direction he can't see. Yeah, and he yells, hey! Because that's, <laughs> that's his fuck sound. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have a fuck sound or women won't respect you. What's his sword made out of because it can cut through robots? I don't know. Maybe they're just shitty robots. Then why don't they just make those swords for everyone in Japan? Maybe they so didn't they can, know. So, so they can fight off the robots. Maybe it's they, not the sword, but the master. Mm. Maybe I the guess. humans saw these space robots and figured that they were made of stronger stuff and didn't even bother trying to fight them. He's firing his, firing his uh, fart gun. Yep. <laughs> looks like. He's got some goofy plasma gun that he's just firing randomly while he yells, Hi! And uh, Hi. Des- destroys some robots. Yeah, and uh, no one's helping him. No one's helping Well, it's a bunch of civilians, yeah. Nobody's helping him. Uh, then we meet this other guy who's uh, a dude in a cloak, and we don't get mm-hmm. to see him. This is his first appearance, so it's valuable crypt- issue here. It's the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, yeah. he looks like the Crypt Keeper. Turns out that this guy is actually, uh, I-, I looked into him, he turned out to be one of the space spiders that Exo Manowar fought, but he's a good oh. guy now. Oh, good for him. Yeah, he's got like a personal force field, and um, he's got a gun. Yeah, yeah. He'll he'll go by by Spylock later. So he's oh. actually a robot. Sure. No, he's a, he's a no, he's a he's a spider. He's, he's a, a space of, spider. A lot of oh, locks. I thought those are robots. There are a lot of locks there's in the nineties. Yeah, there's different kinds of yeah. Well, no, his his name is. I mean, it's a. Re- I assume it's a reference to Shylock from uh, Merchant of Venice. I don't know what that means. Why? All right. Because uh, Spylock sounds like Shylock. I thought, I thought it sounded it was like, like uh, Psylocke. Yeah, me too. I thought it was Psylocke. Or what was the uh, the uh, the 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 different version? What was that? The Cyber Force. What was the Cyber Force version of Psylocke? I do not remember her name. I know they had analogs to all the Becky. X-Men. I think, I think mm-hmm. we did that book. Uh, Valiant Comics is a little more highbrow. It's a Shakespeare reference. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, a little more highbrow. Why? <laughs> Little kids are like reading Shakespeare. They should. What's though. the reference? No, I now I want to know. Re- it's like he's the antagonist from uh, Merchant of Venice. No, I'm saying why did they name him after him? What's the connection there? I don't know. Maybe he converts to Christianity at the end of his arc. I didn't read all of <laughs> Spylock's whole thing. I didn't check into Spylock that much. He converted to Christianity in Japan the year 4000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christ is real big in 4000. He made a comeback. Yeah. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> Uh, you know, and then the book is basically just a fight scene where they bring all these different characters from their respective Valiant comics together to fight robots, which is all yeah. I ever want. Do they explain in this book how all the different Valiant comic characters came to the year 4000? No. Well, certain Valiant comics are set in the past or rather current times and certain are set in the future. 
but they're but I, they're related. Okay. These are just this is the future. This is what's going on in the future of Valiant Comics. And then, like, if you were reading, I think, Bloodshot, you're reading what's going on in the present in Valiant Comics. Oh, so they just those characters are just still kicking around. Which characters? Like the the uh, the characters that that are that have their own books set in the present, but are now in the future. Yeah, I think some of them are because some of them are like eternal. But yeah, oh, some of them are just I dead. See. Some of them are just dead. Mm-hmm. That was another thing with Valiant is generally characters stayed dead. Also, because the comic com- the company wasn't a long, around long enough to really revive all of them. Anyway, but or in the theory, characters the idea, were or the, or the characters weren't good enough. These are great characters. What like, I leave them like, dead. What I also like about this group is it's not just a bunch of like when you read Avengers, it's just a bunch of dudes who got in accidents, right? Or you read uh, you know Justice League, and it's a bunch of dudes with powers, and that's kind of it. This is like. Uh, some salvage traders and like a, a random like space cop and a dude with weird blood pot like it's it, they're they're from all kinds of different walks of life. It's cool. That is pretty cool. A lady with space alien armor. You know, it's different. It's they're different. They're coming from different places, mm. but they can learn to be friends together. That's so, the moral of the story. Yeah. So why can't we? Why can't we get it together? I don't know, especially with this literature that's been around since yeah. the 90s. If more people would have read Rye and the Future Force, we'd all be getting along right now. All right. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. It's like conservative Star Trek fans. <laughs> yeah, what like, is what that about? You, like, what are you doing? You know it's about gay space communism. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, Gene Roddenberry claims he never got a single uh, negative letter about casting a black woman in Star Trek, even though... Was it NBC? Whoever put it on claimed that it was just going to be a huge disaster and he was going to receive all sorts of hate mail. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. People didn't care. Turns out people didn't give a shit. Sure, he got a lot of hate mail about the socialism. Yeah, yeah. That was a problem. That was an issue. (laughs) Still is, turns out. And the transporter physics. Don't care for those. Doesn't make any sense. What are you dead? Do you are you, dead? Are you are you brought back to life? Do you still have your soul? What are you when you transport? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll never do that. You're oh. you're dead. Like yeah, that's I, a copy of you. I transported to shit. I need my soul. They even did an episode of Star Trek Next Generation where Commander Riker, I guess, like years before, was in a transport accident and like they just made a duplicate copy and one was left behind and he went on with the ship and then like decades later they find him. So it's like which one's the yeah. real one? Yeah. Well, he's not getting into heaven now. God doesn't yeah. recognize him. That's why well, I need to keep my soul, because I need to pull mm-hmm. a fast one on God. Yep. Yeah. That's right. my way in. What if we were hooked up to a machine, you and I, and it traded one cell at a time? At mm-hmm. what point do I become you and you become me? At I don't know. F- whatever's over 50%? Well, but, but, if he, but what if he's got uh, 90% of my body, but zero of my brain? Right. I still have my brain. So is, is the, shouldn't the brain be worth more than like your arm? Well, uh, there is a difference between the brain and the mind. What if uh, it's a it's an even split, right? Half your brain's already in me mm-hmm. and half my brain's already in you and the machine breaks. Well, this also is assuming that you guys think that the mind is actually part of a cell. Well, there's brain cells. We don't know. Yeah, we no, don't know. But I'm saying there could there it, because we don't know, it could be possible that even after you switch all of your cells, you might still have the same minds. What if that's what that's what uh, marriage is going to be in the future? Just merging like, brains? You merge like you just trade cells until it's 50-50. Mhm. Mhm. I'm okay with that. that. That's the it's called true having marriage. kids, Mike. Oh my god, it is. Wow. You're right. Yeah, but you're taking up less space this way. All right. No, because you die off. No, it's a two for one. You're actually, yeah, you're taking up less space. That's a good deal. There's a character in this book who uh, explains that he's insane because he wants to live and no sane person would want to live in a world this fucked up. And I thought, man, he's making a lot of good points. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that 100%. He's making a lot of great points. He's talking some sense. Let's see. I would, uh, I would say I struggle with that thought. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why am I so invested in this living thing? It's not, right. it's not been paying off so far. And not only that, but like you've been dead for the entirety of the universe and you'll be dead for, for even longer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After, after you, if you live and die. Yeah, might as well get and a jump start. No one's going to remember you. There's no afterlife. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, well, what the fuck? It might be. Let's not go pissing off God now. He's Right. I'm a Catholic, so like right before I die, I just say like, uh, uh, forgive me, Jesus. And then the, he, he has to. Yeah. Yeah. He has to by law. And he asked you guys, man, Mike, you were kind of a dick. And I'm like, right, but I said I was sorry. Yeah, you did. Get in here, you. Yeah, yep. he did not read that contract well. He's like, do you like Twitch? And I'll be like, this is truly heaven. <laughs> All right. All right, anyway. So, yeah, I guess Rye has some, like, uh, nano powers where he can, like, infest robots' brains and command them to do his bidding, which should make this very easy. 
He's yeah, right. He's like uh, a Bloodshot. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's basically like a descendant of Bloodshot. I, th- I was about to say, doesn't he pretty much say that? Mm-hmm. He yeah, does. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, he also, when he does this, he has to yell "mind lock." Yep. Yeah. Which he doesn't I have just, to. He chooses he, to. That's okay. He chooses to. Uh, <laughs> so it's just weird because he's like, and now I'm ready. Mind lock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He, sometimes when he's trying to be discreet, he still yells it, and he tips off that where is his whereabouts to the enemy. All right. You can't not it, say it. Reminds me of uh, what we do in the shadows. One of the vampires always goes. But. Yep. <laughs> Human. <laughs> There's a uh, he only control one of the uh, robots at a time because he doesn't have enough RAM. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't and have that's... enough uh, RAM. R A I M. I was gonna make that joke too. And that's a, that's the most inexpensive part to upgrade. Like the fact that he hasn't done it is just lazy. Nah, like sixty bucks, bro. Just pop it in there. Yeah, yeah. Get yourself yeah. some RAM. Maybe he doesn't have enough slots. I can do some rendering. Why doesn't yeah. he just download it? Download oh your yeah, RAM. they finally got that website working now where you can download uh-huh. some RAM. It's been it's been That's two thousand right. years. Hack the planet! Hack the planet! Uh, and then we've got some people uh, driving around in a space car. Yep. pretty sweet. Um, yeah, a space a space a cherry hot rod. Yeah, it, it is nice. Like driven uh, by a it? driven by a suicidal maniac. Yeah, they're called sleds, and yeah, the the driver is this dude who I guess he he let the uh, the robots. I don't know. He 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 uh, wussed out on something. The robots took over his people, and so now he's just going to kamikaze straight into them. And he's bringing this other dude with him. Yeah, and since uh, he, yeah, it's funny they're in Japan too. It's great. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you, he, you guys are, are skipping. There's the guy oh, yeah, and the that's girl. Another, that's another. And then there's the guy and the guy. Yeah. Okay. So this okay. is the guy and the girl. This is Magnus. This is Mag. Yeah. This is Magnus oh, hanging out with this yeah. lady Legia. Or yeah, Lee Hop, which I couldn't figure out. This is know. my my favorite character, Magnus Robot Fighter. Yeah. And and when they ask him uh, what he's going to do when he jumps out of the sled, he says, what the fuck do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to fight some fucking robots. Right. Yeah, and he, he says he, he's he, been training since birth. Yeah, it's true. He, he's he's dressed like Zap Brannigan. Yes. You know, for fucking family. Yes, he is. Drama. Oh, my God, he is. That is, he, that is exactly he, Zap Brannigan's outfit. Except he's like shredded. He looks like Lee yeah. Majors mixed with Zap Brannigan, and he like jumps out of the hot rod car and mm-hmm. then just curb stomps mm-hmm. like some robot. So is he invincible? He's not invincible, but he was actually trained by a robot, like a self-loathing robot, who trained him from birth to fight robots. How do you do that? He's punching metal. <laughs> like he I think can't. he might. I think he might have some powers. They've they've tweaked his origin with different companies that have published him. So I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. Or his I robot sensei taught him all of the weak spots, so he yeah, knows where every, to swing in. Every robot will have. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Look, he's he's a tough guy. Yeah, I'm he sure hates. he's got. Some, he's probably got some superpowers. He knows a martial art that destroys robots. That's fucking vague. Well, it's, it's been two thousand years, man. Give him some, give he can also cr- he can also cry chop through toasters. Well, the man is also like thick as a fucking like brick house, dude. I know. We didn't have John. Hands. We didn't have John Cena's fifty years ago. You think in two thousand years we won't have robot fighters? Oh, that's who should play this guy. Yeah, John yeah. Cena. Get John Cena in there, and then he could apologize to China. That was sad. That was real embarrassing. Hey, oh. it's probably in his contract. Hey, he wants to make money. I understand. No, no, no. What, what, I'll tell you what's sad about it. Uh, what's sad about it is that he accidentally exposed the fact that all of Hollywood is being incredibly careful to never offend the government of China. And he slipped up for a second and had to grovel. And we all saw just how bad Hollywood is in, is in debt to, to China. That's why it's sad. I already knew, though. We didn't see it on display. I didn't see John Cena groveling like a Oof. child on Instagram. Oof. I mean, like, he spoke that's... real good Mandarin. Did he? He's, I don't know. I he spoke it real good. I only wanted to see the embarrassing part. I wasn't watching for that for that part that actually uh, showed cultural respect. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it's all fine. Yeah, I'm sure that smoothed over no problem. So. Uh, the, the the fight continues and we've got all these guys. Uh, we got uh, Rye Ryings all over the place. You can't stop that guy. Rye, Rye. What if we just made him talk like this? Yeah, like, like Grover. Yeah. It's two thousand years in the future. Maybe that sounds cool. Come here, you fucking robot. Ah! Or um, 
Ray Romano. Yeah. Deborah! Yeah. <laughs> All right, I enjoyed that. I should probably get him on the soundboard. It's always fun <laughs> to hear from him. Actually, from my experience, the opposite has been true. You ever think he just gets sick of hearing his own voice? Yeah, for he sure. Just, he doesn't talk in private. He just doesn't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> what well, if he like? I was gonna say maybe it's like Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, it's like a put on, or, or an know, exaggerated man. put on. Oh, I don't know. It sounds pretty real to me. Gilbert like Gottfried. Is, I, I mean, so does Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds like a cartoon. Like, like yeah. uh, uh, Ray Romano. That sounds like a man's voice. I've never yeah. heard Gilbert Gottfried's real voice, so I can't. Ray Romano sounds like a guy who got kicked in the testicles, and he's trying not to let you know that he got kicked in the testicles. Or he's doing a bad Kermit impression. Or it said he uh, it, he doesn't want you to know about getting kicked in the testicles, but then he does a 13 season show about it. <laughs> yeah. that, that's the that's the Dude, uh, subtext watched, of that entire show is that he's been kicked in the testicles the entire I time. I watched every episode of that show. My favorite episode is when uh, Deborah's PMS is so out of control he almost mm-hmm. has to leave her. Every episode. <laughs> that's my favorite. He's trying to give her medicine to treat Dude. it, and she like starts to beat him. What's he gonna do? Like she beats him on one of the episodes. Like, I swear to God, really? she, starts, she starts beating him. I mean, that's <laughs> the best like, situation he's ever going to get. And then she also gets a laps. DUI because she falls asleep in a car drunk after putting the keys in the ignition. That's right. Yeah, but it was acceptable a, back then. That's right. She's a Karen. Yeah. Yeah, DUIs weren't go. a big deal. The, the, then later, Deborah marched on the, the Capitol building. She also mm-hmm. got away with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I saw that a GOP senator today said that it doesn't count as an armed insurrection because they stayed within the lines. All right. Which is one, not true, and two, an insane. What fucking lines? Uh, the ropes, like the, the ropes. velvet ropes. Yeah, as yeah. long as you stay within the ropes, it doesn't matter what you did. Technically, they did. You can you imagine Alex Jones is behind them with the megaphone telling them, like, the elites can't get you if you yeah. walk between the velvet just ropes. Move, just move the also, ropes with the you. Velvet ropes don't go into the chamber, which they did. Again, a lie. It was a lie. But what even if, if they, it wasn't a lie, it's absurd. What if each person picked up a section of the velvet rope and just walked yeah, around with that's it? That's what I so said. Just, always... just Alex Jones is just on a megaphone telling them, just walk with the velvet rope. Yeah, walk <laughs> it's like Jew. It's like Jewish people having sex through a hole in a sheet. Like, technicality. <laughs> that can't be true. God has a lot of loopholes. No, like, let's he, look that up. It is Jew- absolutely true. God has a lot of loopholes. No, Jewish I people... didn't think the sheet thing was a loophole. I thought let's that was an orthodox thing. Let's look it up. Well, I want to know. There's a, it is true. It is. It's true. There's no question about it. It's I an don't, orthodox uh, thing. It sounds made up, and I would like to oh know. Oh, my God. Uh, no way. start getting some weird targeted ads. No way. Truth about the hole in the sheet. Here we go. Debunking not... the myth. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It's not real. The... There's a UCB sketch uh, where a Jewish character <laughs> realizes he can do anything through a hole in a sheet. So he's smoking, he's eating ham. It's a, that's, a, that's a bit, though. That's a bit. Let's see what the, the truth is. Yeah, we live on bits. It actually <laughs> doesn't address that at all. This uh, answer on. does not say yes or no in the slightest. Uh, I just want a yes or no, Google. Come on. Yeah, you're not say yes or no. Yes I'm, sure, I'm sure someone is having sex through a hole in the sheet. I'm just yeah. saying if it's a rule in some kind of faith. You just click the same link. <laughs> It's the website's called Jewish. It's true. It's just true. Like, what do I need to like? Uh, it's just here we go. The sex manual for all right. Here we go. This guy, this guy right here, is going to tell us about about the rules of sex. This is not fun for the listener. Us uh, looking at pictures and scanning text. See, here's the thing. Now you're reading an article that seems to be recommendation, not answering this question. Yeah, it doesn't tell us. Ask for, yeah. do put the yeah, word do, do in there. Yeah, yeah, do. You know do this Haas. is getting cut as well, right? Don't care. Do do Haas Snopes. Mix. There we go. Do yeah, Snopes says the unreliable fake news. <laughs> yeah. Snopes is fake news. Is it? Uh, no, yeah, everything Snopes, is. Snopes is pretty reliable. Oh, false. Oh. It's false. Well, it works better for uh, my belief system to believe that. What's the origin? I, do it. I, just I had don't to know. know. We're not going to go through the origin of the Hasidic Jew hole in the sheet. Probably because probably something racist. God. Henry Ford made it up to discredit people. Right, moving on. Anyway. I'm so glad we looked that up. <laughs> I don't even know where we left off. So, uh, but here we have Pepe Le Pew. I'm assuming this guy is French. Yeah, so then we got the guy who actually uh, let his uh, 
family die because of the robots and he's going to kamikaze straight into the robots and uh, his pastor is going like yeah i don't i don't know i'm not really sure why i have to be part of this and he like he shoves a bunch of cocaine in his face to get him into it well and he kind of has a moment of like he actually does a you wouldn't like me when i'm mad he says you don't want to get me excited before he hulks out into a a roach he looks like uh he looks like the uh there's a character in a game i like called the uh the darkest dungeon he looks like the abomination well, yeah, so the other dude, the dude riding shotgun, whenever he gets scared, uh, his name is Isaac, and if he gets freaked out, he turns into a giant uh, robot-hating monster that just can't help but kill robots. He does look like a shredded cockroach. Yeah, I don't know what he has a big problem with this for. I, I would stay upset all the time. Or the brood from X-Men. Yeah, 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 it's looking good. So he jumps out of the sled, attacks some robots, uh, and then immediately reverts back to his normal human self and has to be rescued. Yeah, after doing the whole Hulk thing of breaking everything except the shorts. They're making your your pants into shorts and everything has exploded off your body except that. Well, he doesn't get that big. Who's driving the car now? But that's still the old Hulk trick of where he comes back down and all he's wearing is his shorts. He swoops down to catch him with his car hood. I don't yeah. see how he wouldn't slide off. Dude, it's it's a Tesla. It's been 2,000 years. They got the self-driving going now. Oh, yeah. There's two Teslas in this. Yeah, that's all that is. And here, though, we learn about the robots having a human-style emperor. Like, that makes sense. Well, I mean, maybe that's just the way we perceive it. Well, I mean, I imagine it, like, they don't need to go into a room and talk to it if they're, mm-hmm. like, robots. They so- can just communicate with each other via the Wi-Fi. The evil robots are led by this robot emperor lady. It was a pretty cool design. She's like a centipede robot lady, kind of like Metropolis, but with oh, yeah. um, extra ten- extra tendrils and such. That's a wonderful movie about how great communism is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, they talk a lot about the humans. They call them meat, which is, uh, uh, you know, uh, insulting but accurate. And weird that they're not speaking in ones and zeros. Well, again, maybe they are, and this is just how we're perceiving it. So back on the ground, we've got Ray going nuts with his, his blade. Yep. He's uh, making mind links. He's doing what he can. He makes sure to have a target on his chest at all times. Yeah, I don't know that he can turn that off because it seems uh, like all yes, the, all the rice can, have it. He can turn it off. You know how he can do it? With pancake makeup? Put on a shirt. No, no, n- not with abs like that. He's not putting on no shirt. You can no wear way. a half shirt. Just cover up that That spot. That would be a good look. That was a good look in the 90s. Remember when Thor had a half shirt in the 90s? Oh, yeah. That was a good look. uh, It's called a crop top. uh, Or uh, what's the name of that 80s kid who was in Lost Boys? I don't know. Corey Haynes? Was it Tom Hanks? No, not Corey Haynes, the other one. Corey Feldman. Corey Corey Feldman wore a half half shirt in uh, uh, The Burbs. Your favorite Tom Hanks movie. My fa- That's right. It's full circle Bringing it again. full circle, yeah. That's yeah. right. Last episode, everybody. It's a great way to wrap up the podcast, yeah. It's great that we're, we're, we're putting a button on everything right now. 19, Mike's favorite Tom Hanks movie from the 80s. That's all we've been trying to get out. We've just been trying to tease out Mike's favorite 80s Tom Hanks movie. Long for 164 con. episodes. That's all I've been. I've been. It, 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 I had to work through a lot and speak to a therapist, mm-hmm. but finally mm-hmm. I was able to admit to the world yeah. that I love the movie The Burbs. Yep. That's eight years of therapy for you. Whew. Very proud of you. Uh, that, was wor- that, was wor- that was worth the $50,000. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can't put a price on your mental health. And the shock therapy. As we learned from reading cops last week. They have, they have, the, they have the sponge on my head. They're shocking me while the burbs is playing on a, like a, one of those uh, school carts with the old TV mm-hmm, on it and mm-hmm. a VCR. And they pull it you in. You're it. pretty much describing the scene in A Clockwork Orange. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, my other favorite Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was great as one of the droogs. Yeah, it was, it was great. He, the, he can't tell because he had the face paint on and everything. But That's right. Yeah. Uh, it, which is funny because usually he wears the black face from what the internet's been mm-hmm, telling us today. Mm-hmm. I mean, we should look that up real quick. What? <laughs> I think we've exhausted our passes on that. I think this this audio medium has had enough visual lookups. Oh, um, let's get back to describing a comic book now. Well, we've got pretty good at it. <laughs> fair, Shay. Very fair. I've gotten goddamn good at describing things for for people who can't see. Uh, uh, here, like, uh, we're gonna see a scene where uh, uh, Rye gives himself a shadow goatee. Yeah, yeah. He's trying out some different looks. He's like, look at me, guys. I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, which is a reference that's still cool in, in 4002. And the robots are like, nice. <laughs> nice. And then they all scream Austin 316. How come there hasn't been robot wrestling? There should be a robot wrestling league. It's called BattleBots. 
No, it's not uh, good enough. You know, I think there was a video game called We're Robot Wrestling. We're creating a lot of stuff that already exists today. Oh, shit. You know what? There is a Robot Wrestling movie starring a Hugh Jackman. Oh, Hugh Jackman and his kid. It's kind of like uh, over, uh, it's, it's based on an steel? old. It's based on an old Twilight Zone episode, I believe. No, it's based off of Rock'em Sock'em it's, Robots. Yeah, it's based on Over the Top with Sly Stallone arm wrestling for custody of his child. Uh, is that real, too? Or is that like the hole in the sheet? That can't be what the movie was about. That I remember, per- yeah, I remember no, he the, would... The, yeah, Over the Top is him arm wrestling to get his kid. Mm-hmm. I, was it because like he the prize money would allow him to afford a lawyer to help him get <laughs> no, custody of his son? No, I believe it's his kid. How? That's not how custody works. Truck drivers. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's the law of the road. Did he, like, take out a loan and they took his son? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's more way? likely. Code of the road, man. Code uh. of the road. <laughs> but for real, no, because the whole thing with that movie is spoiler alert, because it's uh, however old, is that they end up, in order to do it, they have to put a human in it. And so it defeats the purpose. And so he's getting his ass kicked. But they oh, think you're talking about the robot movie. Oh, I thought you were talking about no, talking over, about over the, the top. top. I'm oh, like, what? No, we're talking I was about going the legal to... ramifications. We're talking about the fact that the Supreme Court has registered that trucker law uh, supersedes <laughs> all federal law. Well, no, I was going back to the thing closer to the comic book. It's mm, well, you know, if they're trying the to st- if they're trying to stop Sylvester Stallone from getting custody of his son, they probably shouldn't <laughs> have put him in a contest of the thing he was best at. I'm pretty sure that. This would be an instance of a kind of movie where it's like the kid's mom is died and he didn't really grow up with mm-hmm, Sylvester mm-hmm. Stallone as a dad figure. And then the dad's mm-hmm. shitty and then he has to go save him because of it. It's a redemption story. Well, I guess I guess we're going to watch over the top on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to. We have no choice now. All right. Anyway, so uh, Ray and his super sweet uh, sword and his goatee are beating up some robots, giving some sweet robot justice. Mm-hmm. Then we see Lady Exo Man of War. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's looking pretty good. She's dressed she's, like a linebacker. She's called something else, though. Yeah, she is called... You know what? I actually have that open because there's so many goddamn characters here. Because it was like uh, Exo something. Exo Commando. Oh, yeah. she doesn't wear underwear. Ooh. Neither does uh, Mag- uh, Magnus <laughs> Robot Hunter. Despite everyone begging him to do so. No, he's like Zap Brannigan. <laughs> Dude, I gotta be free and easy. Well, <sighs> Jesus Christ, man! Can you stay in the back at least? Who's the, the blue guy with the little, the little cute little cape? Gil. Um, that might Gil. be. That's not Slagger. That might it's be Gilead. Timbuk? Something, something, oh, she, right? She's right. It's Gilead. Yeah, you're right. Oh, it's Gilead. Okay, let me see. That you know is... what? I, I think he was in the the proto episode of Dark Side's Couch when we did that series of no, books. No, what he is? This is Eternal Warrior. And Eternal Warrior is actually related to, he's the brother of Ivar Timewalker. So, yeah, yes, fans don't know that. Me, the, me and James did some practice episodes, and mm-hmm. like that was the first one we did before we realized that uh, good books aren't funny. Yeah, yeah, we got to do bad, <laughs> bad, shitty old books. Not to say this is bad and shitty and old, it's just old. Yeah, well, um, that yeah. makes it that makes it shitty. <laughs> we hate old things. That's right, because they're boomers. We put a bad word on it, and now it's bad. <laughs> New things are better. Uh, yeah, but that's that's the Eternal Warrior. Yep. Seems like a pretty good dude. I think he is Eternal, by the way. It's not just a clever name. He can't be And killed. he loves little capes. So yeah, that is got... not Gilead. Well, that's his name. It is, it that's is. his okay, name, so but he's is. also the okay, Eternal okay. Warrior. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They don't, uh, uh, Valiant doesn't have a lot of, like, uh, secret identities and things either. So You know, these uh, uh, spider robot things, like, uh, they really shouldn't have gone to the planet with Magnus Robot Fighter. Yeah, well, maybe it was his destiny. Like, they all knew that this was going to happen someday. Oh, I see. I don't know. Uh, and then one of the robots gets on top of Rai and tells him uh, he's going to kill him, reduce him to elements, and then recycle him. But it's all ones and zeros. He's like, what? <laughs> I, I mean, I just think it was a, it's, a, it's the proper thing to do is to recycle the human meat. And they're all, like, talking to him in Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, not picking up anything. Yeah, they're WPA encrypted. They're yeah. still using that protocol 2,000 years in the future. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I can't hear you. I have a good VPN. The shit don't change. All right, all right, all right. Uh, and then we see Spylock finally shows up and decides to do something badass. And he turns, takes off his hood, and he's actually Psylocke. He is not Psylocke. He's way cooler than Psylocke. That's impossible. Psylocke's not a, eh, whatever. Come on. That's a, that's a superhero you could jack off to. 
you can and uh, have I? That's a secret for the Psylocke episode that we'll I think we were. Do. I think we were talked about in the swimsuit episode. Yeah, we probably did in the swimsuit episode. Psylocke was a babe. That is true, and mm-hmm. I believe she was played by Olivia Munn in the movie. Oh yep. God, terrible. Yeah, yeah. Famous fake nerd Olivia Munn. <laughs> so anyway, uh, this is not Psylocke or Olivia Munn. This is Spylock. And uh, he's got a big gun. And that's kind of about the end of him. So Ray, uh, Ray uh, hits a, a robot with his gun and it goes off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he uses it as a blunt weapon despite the fact it's still working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has rounds. So then we kind of finally get like our big action shot where all the characters are together. Uh, our big uh, Wolfman Hawk guy, our supernatural cockroach man, is just going ape shit, ripping apart uh, robots. Mm-hmm. Uh, Magnus is trying to get in on it. They're trying to like DP uh, a single robot. It's great. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. They're killing it from both ends. And uh, then we see the evil robot space alien emperor is saying, "Oh, enough with this shit." Yeah. So she's holding up a couple tap lights. fuck the rest of the objectives just kill this meat guy yeah she's looking in the back of her closet why would she need screens well oh because she could just see through the robots yeah well she likes a wired connection it's stabler (laughs) i like being a person i want to be as person like as possible kill all the person so i've been the most person well, I was actually wrong. This is the one where she where she holds up her tap lights and goes, "Oh, let's just leave. We gotta we gotta yeah. make sure we don't get our asses handed to yeah, us." Just fuck this. Yeah, I will be the it. only person later. And so all the robots just leave. They just get the fuck out of there, you know. And Magnus Robot Hunter is just furiously screaming uh, or racial slurs against the robots. Yeah, it's not cool. It's not. Everybody's super uncomfortable around. Like him. whoa, it, like bloodshots. Like hey. Uh, I'm kind of a robot. Yeah. Exo Manowar is like, I'm kind of a robot too. Yeah. But everyone's mm. saying like, dude, he is the best at fighting the robots. But man, I mean, this guy's problematic. He even parts his hair racistly. Yeah. He's got that Aaron Nation hair part, but the skirt and the, the epithets and just, ah. Uh. Yep. Yep. And there's a lady in a green dress just laying around for no reason. Yeah. Cause they didn't care about her enough. She's well, that's like, what's Weehaw going on? Or whatever, isn't She's it? like, yawn. What's going on guys? Something happening. Taking a little nap. And then we get the big celebration where they all have a yeah. great time. And yeah. He's just like, and Magnus Robot Hunter is just pu- like punching his own, fi- like his yeah. open hand. He's like, I can't wait to smash some more fucking he toasters. Can't go very long without punching a, punching a robot. He needs he's to just, punch robots. He's just breaking uh, smartphones with like, what kind of phone is that? Mm-hmm. It's an Android. Give me that piece of shit. And so he's smashing it. He is an iPhone guy. That is true. Yeah. Yep. He's not very good with, with electronics. He likes them simple and streamlined. He doesn't let his kids watch Star Wars. Mm-mm. Mm. I just want to give <laughs> him ideas. It shows robots in a, in a, in a positive light. Yep. Shows robots in a positive light, and I don't care for that racial integration. <laughs> God damn, Magnus. I wish you weren't yeah. so good at fighting robots, because we really <laughs> can't afford to lose you. That's a shame. You are reprehensible, though. And, I, and here, uh, uh, Rai is showing off his uh, suspenders with shoulder pads attached to him. Not sure how that works. That is a good look. For some reason, like everything in the future, they really have a big emphasis on shoulder pads. Like he's not protecting his chest mm-hmm. or his stomach or his back or his arms. But he has two straps to hold mm-hmm. up protective plates over his shoulders. But don't and he has a goddamn essential, t- essentially a target on his chest. Yeah. The pads don't even necessarily cover up his shoulders. Maybe that's his weak point. You don't know. Oh, he's like Achilles. Yeah, his Achilles heel is his shoulders. Mm, let's see. If you so shoulder much as tap e- them. He's, he's shoulderies. Yes. Uh, so then we see that the, the whole group is relaxing back at their headquarters, uh, and Exo Lady of War is screaming at Rai and saying, Ah, oh, you're full of shit. There's no way you're a Rai. Right? Yeah, because she says her husband was the last Rye. Yep, yep, yep. And, and then she proceeds to talk shit about him. Yeah, she totally yeah. comes off as a yes. complete cunt here. She hates, she hates her husband. Seriously. Uh, uh, and Spylock is watching all this from somewhere. I, it's never made clear, but apparently he has some cameras set up in their hideout. I mean, if he, if it turns out he's a robot too, he also doesn't need well, a. He's, he's a spider. A no, he's not a robot. You guys keep calling him a robot. He's a space spider. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Lady of War is uh, screaming that her husband's a fucking cuck, and the whole rest of the team stands up and says, you know what? Uh, fuck you and the horse you rode in on. That guy was awesome. That's a hate word towards men. Yes. 
and it's offensive in 4002 and uh, the immortal uh, glad the mortal war warrior goes when i was a kid they killed you for that yeah yeah when he was a kid was nine thousand years ago the word cuckold has remained the same mm-hmm. through all the ages and all the languages and all the, the nations. It's the only word that stayed the same. <laughs> yeah, cuck. And it's, it's the worst word you can call somebody. It's... Well, they already showed that, what, f- fluge, flu, or something is fuck, obviously. Yeah, yeah with those traitors. There's a, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, there's a couple of uh, traitors named uh, LZ and uh, Slagger. And uh, yeah, they're like salvage traders from an alien planet, but nobody interacts with them because they're like space rednecks. Yep. Yeah. They don't have they don't have enough money. Yeah, they're they're only involved because they're like front line. You send them in first and let them get killed. It's like sluge, right? That was the word for fuck. Something was that, like that, was that yeah. it? Sluge. That it's except it means to like pee inside somebody. <laughs> so then, uh, Rai defends himself. And he says, hey, man, you're all going to need to get off of my awesome goatee, and we're going to have to come together, and we're going to have to fight these robots as one, right? He's like, I use shadows to make it real big. Mm-hmm. It's, it, a lot of the characters on this team are not really going to be big assets. you got a couple of space rednecks, a guy who wants to die, a man in a short skirt. They keep going up to Magnus like, do you want me to get you some pants? Like, we got some here in the base. So why do I need that for? I don't I don't like the constriction. I don't care for that. Maybe because when he jumps out of like flying cars and lands feet first on the robots, he wants his balls to be the last thing that robot sees. Yeah, he slams them with his testicles. <laughs> yeah. Just dism- dismantle the ul- them. The ultimate uh, halo type of like 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 a, uh, a nut tapping. Yes. Yes. His giant golden sack that he just slams in the face. He had his balls replaced, like that guy from Cops. Does he yeah. have a robot body is, with like those brass trucker balls? Oh, sometimes it's fun to see the in, the the little inside peek here to how dudes joke when they're just dudes. This is how we would make a comic book. It's kind of how I like. I mean, this is plucking straight out of my dreams. Shay, balls are funny. They're hilarious. It's a terrible design. So here they all yo Joe. They all yo Joe, but they go hi. Yeah, like how do they how they all know to do this beforehand? Because he kept saying it. They knew that was gonna be his catchphrase. What if like they they like in the other the panels that didn't make it, those them rehearsing. <laughs> yeah, they tried a few different ones. Like they turn off the monitor so the guy well, in the cloak can't... might have also yelled hi. Yeah. yeah, but that doesn't explain why Magnus is doing it. Yeah, and the space rednecks. Well, no, Hrai's not saying hail Hrai or saying Hrai. Everyone else is. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, what, yeah. What if they're doing it because of that, the, the cloak dude? Uh, 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 what was his name? Spylock. Spylock. They did it for Spylock because he's watching on a monitor. They turn to the camera that he's watching yeah. out of and they, they do it towards him. So the last page is strange because they all turn to something. I, I guess a camera that we can't see in their headquarters and they decide to do their catchphrase. Like, if you're on the other side of this room, this is just baffling to look at. Yeah, they say, hurray, hail, hail, rye. Hurry! And they, do it, and they do it for no one. They do it to, to just the corner of the room. They're just practicing. They do it to rye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the group, it... it, it, it it has uh, Zap Brannigan and mm-hmm. Sonya Blade from Mortal Kombat and Ron Perlman from uh, <laughs> Alien Resurrection. Yeah. It kind of looks like the cast shot for, like, the real world. Yeah. It's, like, it's a reality show. Ten superheroes together, and they're going to stop. Or a 90s TV show that lasted about four episodes. And the guy in the yeah. blue outfit is uh, played by uh, a 90, early 90s Howie Mandel. Yeah, yes. Eternal Warrior looks like Howie Mandel. Sure, he's doing he's doing the Bobby voice. <laughs> <laughs> these are great characters. I love these guys. I'm, I I don't care for your guys' feelings about these characters. Yeah, these there's Sigourney characters. Weaver next to Ron Perlman. Uh, mm-hmm. there's, there's Sigourney Weaver, and that's just kind of how it ends. Yep. Like they form a team, the Future Force. Yep. And I guess Ray gets to be in charge. Of, Ray gets to be in charge of them for because, some reason yeah, you think I, magnus robot fighter would be the best person to be in charge they're gonna have to have like a push-up competition it's the only way to solve anything i agree yeah whoever well then it ends push-ups. very riley saying oh. the beginning instead of the end riley so reed start Ooh. Is that what we're talking about oh fuck you're gonna make me read comics 
Uh, she's a bad person. She's a really no, bad person. I can't imagine. Well, she likes to tell a story that she thinks is very funny about how, uh, as a teenager, she raped her boyfriend, and that was how he lost his virginity. She thinks that's oh. a hilarious story. I see. How is that possible? She's like the tiniest person in the world. Drugs, booze. Oh, yeah. all right, fair. Weak, weak. Uh, yeah, I was about to boys. say guilt. Yeah, with weak boys with frail bird bones. So what you're saying is Riley Reed is canceled. You know, can you cancel a porn star? Does anyone care? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. See they canceled James Ron, Dean. Ron Jeremy's in prison. He got canceled so yeah. hard. Is he in prison? Yeah. yeah. He's in prison. Wow. I remember back in high school, like he was like a like a meme before there were memes and, and kids yeah. would walk around with his shirt his face on their shirt. Wow. Yeah, well they did what they do with Che Guevara and he killed people. Yeah, yeah. Well that was cool. Good way to end. So what do we think of this? Uh, it, I I couldn't really tell what was going on. I want to. I'd mm-hmm. rather read Magnus Robot Fighter and their its own comic. So I'm gonna give this zero stars. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake, Shay. Like one, one and a half. What is? What's up with you guys? Come on, man. Colorful characters and an, it's an interesting uh, world and an interesting society. And uh, you get to see how the the effects of stuff happening in the year 2000 uh, affects. It, it, the art looks like he took a, he, like he drew one guy and then took a stencil of it and then right. applied it to every panel in the book. The art's not incredible. I'll give you that. It's not the best it's, art. It's just a very standard 90s setup of a super team in the future. And and maybe that's the problem that I have with it. It's just that because that's so tropey now right. and, it's, and it was done so much that this just to me is just like, oh, good, another I don't know. It doesn't feel as cheesy to me as like the, some of the DC and Marvel crossovers over the time of the of the team ups and things. So I don't know, man. I enjoyed it. Four out of five recycled humans. Wow, nothing about Soylent Green. You gotta use every part of the human. Soylent, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not. I mean, I assume that they recycle the humans and they use the meat to feed the humans that they kept alive as slaves. No, that's how you get mad cow. Oh, oh! I thought I thought you uh, got him on the radio. No, no, not anymore. Oh, he got canceled as well. well yes. Yeah, we're we're yeah. He, he he's too regional to be canceled. But he has been canceled, I think, twice. Wow, he got uncanceled and then recanceled. I think he just ignored the first canceling. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you can do that. I've noticed. If you're not but famous it, enough, I mm-hmm. guess you could. You could just. Or if you're <laughs> super famous, I think Dave Chappelle ignored a couple of cancelings. Yeah. Guess just kept going. Right. That's the problem with Louis C.K. He wasn't Dave Chappelle level. He was close. Yep, yep. If he would have just waited a couple of years for that all to come out, he may have survived the canceling. Yeah, he would have. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. Uh, we want to talk about what we're doing next time? Yeah. I, yeah. we got to spin that wheel, probably. Yeah, so we've still got a bunch of items on the on the list. We've got, we've got Sonic Disruptors, Spiral Zone, uh, Spider Woman, all kinds of cool stuff that could come up here. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, we got to listen to some spinning music. Oh yeah, we Let's do. See what we got here. We got Indeed, some... we do. Let's see what we can spin to today. Oh, oh, oh it's it's John Mellencamp's Human Wheels. John, that's perfect. Did because you know that's that song beforehand, or did you just find it looking up wheel? Nope. That is the title track from his like 1993 album. This is what's one of the things the robots recycled humans into. <laughs> yeah, it's all very appropriate. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I mean, I don't really have beef with John Mellencamp. The we cougar? Him? Yeah, he can't. No. He's too hilarious. He's, he's, John Mellencamp is like what you get when you ask your mom if you can have Bruce Springsteen and she tells you, you know, we've got Bruce Springsteen at home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, we it's got okay. The... It's fine. It's okay. She's got, then then she t- she's wearing a jean jacket and she turns around to show uh, John Mellencamp like stitched onto the, the jean jacket. goes, we got that at home, son. <laughs> we got the cougar. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, are we going to read this one blind? Is that what we're thinking about doing? Are uh, we gonna... it, no, if we're going to read something blind, let's just... Uh, we should know what it is. Uh, let's, do, let's do Kickers. Okay, so we'll come back We'll come back around to that. Kickers will be our reading blind comic. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. We should check it out and not read them in order. Read them completely yeah. out of order. Yes, agreed. Right, that's what we'll do. Maybe we'll do that after this one. But right now, let's okay. go ahead and spin and see what next week is. Because we can't... We've already started the music. We can't turn the music off. No, we can't, or else we'll have, we have to, to commit to a slice With the slicer oh. hands. All right. No. All right. Well, we just did that. I forgot to take Ray off of the list, so I guess we're talking about it again next week. No, 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 no. we have to listen to the wheel. Yeah, we. Uh, you're, she's right. We have we to are, do Ray number nine again. 
<laughs> we could we could definitely stand to improve. All right, I think this is the one time where we are allowed to respin because I <laughs> fucked up, not God, because of course maybe, God is perfect. Maybe God feels like I didn't appreciate Ray the in the future force enough. I certainly feel that way. God and I are in the same wavelength. I've always said God and I have a lot in common, and he should really take another look at my file. You know, I think it that way about you too. Yeah. He and I really need to, we need to hash it out one of these nights. I think, I think we could really get along. Have a brewski with the Lord. The, the, oh, yes. The, yes. All right. So we're reading the Badger number eight, which I think we saw in a, uh, in an ad for another uh, Archie comic or something like that. Let's see. Let's see if we can find the Badger, see if I made a little note about what the Badger was. The Badger. Yeah, because I don't know what this is. Uh, the Badger works out and has a knife fight with a dog sacrificing demon. Why do we gotta keep killing dogs? Because because we're living in the city and dogs are a nuisance. Wow. Okay, I pulled up the cover here. I got the cover at least. Oh my god, I can't wait to do. This I book. heard that this was a good book. I've heard that this was a good book. It's from First Comics. The oh, Badger is actually like, a decent character. He's dressed like an exercise man. <laughs> he's like yeah, he's like what Jack Lowane would look he's, like in four thousand two. He's he's got track pants on. It looks great. This is how I go to the gym. What's the problem? Uh, he's fighting some kind of weird monster. I like it. I'm looking forward to that. So we're going to look got, at the badger. He's, he's got a couple of knives. <laughs> yeah, he's he's fighting like Killer Croc with some like patches of fur grown on him. This is a You're, horrifying monster he's battling. He looks, like, he looks like Killer Croc Cat. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he like kinda, an exploitation of Killer Croc. What's the name of that uh, under the bed uh, monster movie with Fred Savage? And Howie Mandel? Yes, Howie Mandel plays the monster. Oh, God. Uh, uh, my favorite mo monster? It could be my favorite monster. That's what it looks like. Monster Squad? Not Monster Squad, no. No, Monster Little Squad. Monsters. Little Monsters. Little Monsters, yeah. yeah. That's what he looks like. All right, yeah. So we're going to watch the Badger face off against Howie Mandel next week, I guess? Yeah, there we yeah, go. That should be fun. <laughs> Yep. Uh, in the meantime, everybody, you can cry that subscribe button on Spotify or <laughs> Apple Music or Amazon or DarkSidesCouch.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And we do want your comic book requests at DarkSidesCouch on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. Anybody got anything they want to add before we get out of here? Uh, I'm going to yell at a hurrah every time I have a difficult poop and I need to split it in half All right, I don't with, care my, for that. With, my, with my butt cheeks. I'm not, I don't care for that. Shay, I got to get to work. It's a good thing it's the end of the episode. Shay? I really hope that the University of Wisconsin uh, funded the Badger, and it's actually just their mascot. Oh, it's just now propaganda. Now as a superhero. Uh, it, it does, his logo does look like the logo of a football team. Yeah. 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 Which is why I hope that's what it is. Maybe he's, a, maybe he's in part of Kickers Incorporated. Yeah. Schools really need to start sponsoring superheroes. I agree. Todd's off for now, Cushion Crusaders, and we'll talk to you next time on The Couch. Who is your favorite superhero? I know this is going to sound crazy, but I, I have to have that ride.